hashtag making waves the podcast to help enhance our personal development so welcome to the ways of positivity podcast with your favorite trio sully sp sully a and adu n how have you guys been feeling recently wait actually you know what i think for like fluidity yeah. and like consistency i think you should just change the name to sully as well yes Sully like, N. Su- yeah. <laughs> you can take any... We'll let you pick the letter. Like, he's, he's P, Sully P, I'm Sully A. We'll let you pick the letter. Don't worry. And he can, take, the the th- he can take three L's. He can take three L's. <laughs> he can take one L's. <laughs> <L's. laughs> that works. That works. Sully N. Sully N. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it'd be good. Do you accept? No. <laughs> what? I was waiting for so what? long for him to say no. I don't know what's going on. Like, sorry, <laughs> there he goes. Okay, yeah. So the question has been okay. Actually, before I ask you about your routine, because I'm kind of interested because I've had this question a lot recently. People asking how you've been, um, like what you've been doing every day, and it's. I've actually, I've actually found it really hard now to answer the question. Um, to actually give a proper answer because even myself I'm like oh yeah this day's like this and that day's like that and there's high and lows and fluctuations so how have you guys been like how have you been feeling this last week seven days ooh I let Sulian go first <laughs> <laughs> I almost called you Adam sorry about this thing hello it's happy um, alhamdulillah bro I cannot complain I've just been working and sleeping and Praying and eating and sleeping and working. Repetitive. Sounds like a baby's life, innit? Sounds like a baby's life. But working added in. Seems like a. I'm being bullied. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, someone has a sugar mommy, that kind of life they eat. Yo, yo, if my sugar mommy's making me work, I don't want that sugar mommy. Like, yo, what's going on? Go ahead. So, are your days like. Would you guys say your days are blurred? Like, you can't Proper blurred, man. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, I'm still content. I wouldn't say my day's blurred. I'll say my, I'm content, but it is kind of blurred. It's like, it's shaky. It's like sometimes, like, you just don't know what's coming next. Even though you have a routine. I have, you know how my routine is, yeah? Proper fixed. But it's still, <laughs> this guy's a lieutenant, bro. I'm a lieutenant, man. I'm a general. Um, but, <laughs> yo, when, it, when it's content now recently, it's like, yo, okay, every day is the same. But in a good way. So there's like a big difference. You know what I mean? But for me, it's like um, my days are usually pretty well structured, mm-hmm. um, and I always every single day I put things that I look forward to. So, for example, like usually like during the mornings, during the days I'm working, so I know I'm going to put something at the end of that that I look forward to, because you know usually um, we look forward to like meeting our friends, uh, meeting up with the family, getting together. Um, you know having meals together and stuff like that but we don't have that and I feel like as humans we need things to look forward to Um, we shouldn't go to the extreme where we're only looking forward to things like the weekend or Friday nights but we should have small things that we look forward to so for example like I will look forward to um, if I finish my day's task my work early I'll go out and watch the sunset because I know that's going to really make me feel good Um, or the next morning I'm planning like a a good breakfast or going out to watch the sunrise Um, or just spending time with like my siblings um that that's how it is really but i've been really a lot more product productive in the last few days last few weeks last few months like i've deleted my netflix i limit my time on social media put a timer on so yeah man it's really good recently man wow. I like what's it. the time been on social media then? or if you don't mind sharing so what's the difference? In, when i first checked for the first time um my time like it was just on like on all my apps the screen on time it was like eight hours holy mad so I've brought it down to under five hours now. But bear in mind, I do a lot of work on my phone as well still. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. What about um, mental well-being side of things? Like, how's... Because obviously routine can be blurred yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Praying, man. You've been yeah, praying. Yeah, Lots of praying. Just... I'm, I, I, want, I want to become a more spiritual person, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm at home, I'll just... I'll pray as much as I can. Like, if I'm not doing anything, I'll just think what element of praying can I work on so it's like making dua uh, praying salawat praying quran mm-hmm. just getting in as much as I can because there's so many factors in our lives that are out of our control and being someone that believes in God I believe God can change my situation and make um, make a way out of tough times for me so I pray and I be patient for Allah's decree so alhamdulillah I've just been praying and that's how my spiritual being so much 
That's really good. What about yourself? So for me, um, I was uh, been battling through some mental battles, as everyone does. Everyone has been, yes. Um, uh, I would never go on to the extreme to say that. Like, I wouldn't call it mental health issue per se mm. I think it's just a general battle fluctuation um, of your emotions yeah. mental well-being bro. mental well-being mm. like this is the first time in my life this year that I had gone through anxiety and um, I was uh, I actually tweeted about it and it's, it's quite funny because of what I do what we do as well we help a lot of people through the anxiety mm. so it was so weird to be on the other side of of that spectrum for the first time in my life and I was just because I spent so much time reading into it and speaking to people and learning about it and helping other people, I was just trying to constantly remember my own advices and things that I've picked mm-hmm. up and learned throughout the day. Because speaking to people with anxieties over the last couple of years, I was kind of in, when I got into it, I was already in a, in, in a mindset of, okay, these are the steps I need to take. And I think um, it was there for like from January up until like early February, but mm-hmm. I think recently like I've really come out of that, um, taking like, you know, concrete steps coming out of it. But um like as I was saying, honestly, like prayer, religion, um, believing in higher powers is what's got me through. Because you know, I believe that there's always going to be goodness at the end of it. We just need to believe and have patience. Mm. And yeah, man, that gets me through. Smile on my face. The strength, well. the strength we absorb now is the strength we will have on after this. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah. it's the, it's some situations that make you or break you. And if it makes you, then you can never suffer from that yeah. same yeah. situation again. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, alhamdulillah, that's good to hear. Then I just wanted to make sure you know. My two fellow brothers are good, man. What about yourself? Alhamdulillah, I'm good as well, bro. As I said, it's obviously some nowadays the routine's a bit blurred, as you said. Um, it's repetitive, but it's at the end of the day, am I content? Yes, I am. So nothing else yeah, really matters. Yeah. There's just a few things that have been removed from our lives. I know we used to, every at least every two weeks we'd go out somewhere and do something as lads. Then because that's been removed, it's like a different, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's a different um, atmosphere of not doing the usual thing you do. But, you know, as I said, contentment is key. And if I'm content, I can't be ungrateful about that. How do you guys, so the, the way I overcome any like mental issues that I have, any like battles I'm going through, like I found it is very, very different to most people. Um, so for me, like I, I usually, I, I, I find myself able um, to go through these battles on my own. Like I don't really need to kind of speak to people. I know that's like a really good way of most people overcoming it. Mm-hmm. And I have so many people, I'm sure you guys have told me as well in the past, I need to speak about problems. But I just... I, I feel like my threshold's a lot higher than, than the average person. Like, I'm able to go through these battles. And um, I remember, like, a couple of years ago when I was really struggling uh, another time with uh, another issue, loneliness. Um, I spoke about this before. Like, a lot of people were telling me that you need to speak about it and stuff. And it made me feel like I was going through a mental health issue, but I wasn't. Like, I didn't need to seek help. Like, I was mm-hmm. able to go through it myself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think there's people out there, like I, I really, like, do you know when you're going through something, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't need people to tell you that you're going through, you already know it, mm-hmm. you just, you just need someone, like, you just need an ear to, like, like, let it out, mm-hmm. you don't really need advice, like, you know what the steps are, like, for me, a lot of the times, I know what I need to do, and maybe I want to tell someone, but I don't really need to hear anything back, yeah. do you ever, like, feel like that as well? Yeah, I know what you mean, it's like, you, you're stronger than what, what people think you are, Yeah, yeah. they don't understand, like, they, 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 they're, they're feel, they feel pity for you, but you yeah. You don't feel pretty for yourself, like, no, I'm going to get over this. It's yeah, not that deep. Exactly. It's not that deep, basically, it's probably like, the answer. Like, yeah, so a lot of the time when I'm speaking about something, I, I, I really don't like it, but I always have to preface it by saying, I'm not looking for pity, I'm not looking for sympathies, I'm just telling you to get it off my mental. Mm. And I really, like, that's one of the things that really pulls me back from speaking to people, because I'm really not looking for p- pity a lot of the times. Mm. I know, I know sometimes people need that to help them get over the issues, but like personally... Not pity, empathy. Empathy, empathy yeah. yeah. Understanding. Like, yeah, true, yeah. Empathy helps a lot. It does, yeah. it does. And it's good to receive it as well. You should never turn someone away as well to try and show yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, cool. So... That's a quick point I want to make. It's, Please. Um, what you're talking about is just life, bro. Like, people go through life. People are going to have ups and downs. We just... In our generation, we want to label everything. Like, we yeah. can't not understand something. So we, anything that anyone's going through, for example, life and the ups and downs, they want to label it as something that needs to be warranted with attention and to try to tackle it and to make sure no one goes through it because someone out there feels like it was something very tough and they wanted everyone else to make sure they never felt alone. Mm. But mental well-being is something that's always going to have its ups and downs, like you guys mentioned already. But life is tough and you're going to get through things. And like I say, he's talking about some people can get through these things. 
I'll be honest with you, I'm not one of those people that can go through through certain things alone. Like I, I, I will need one person to just confide in and to make sure that like, I you're feel like there's someone supporting me. Yeah, you've got to think straight as well because yeah. when, when you're going through certain situations, you can't like, think for yourself. Just check someone like, mm-hmm. yo, bro, you're going to be all right. Like, it's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I see on the other hand, like you, you can get through things nice and easily. But again, it was just life that you're going yeah, through. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not something that needs to be looked at under a microscope and just yeah. break it apart. I agree, man. But during this tough time, a lot of you guys aren't going to be able to go through these things alone. Make sure you're talking to your friend or family. And if you feel like you can get through it alone, make sure you find uh, something to to let yourself relieve uh, all the stress inside your mind. Like I say, go see sunrise and sunset. Someone needs an outlet. Yeah. Make sure yeah. you have an outlet. It's good shot, that. Good shot. So what's the what's the one thing you guys miss um, during this period right now? Is there anything like you, you think about? I can't wait to go and do that. I think it's, it's quite unanimous, isn't it? Yeah, what, what, what is that one thing? Travelling, Travelling bro. Yeah. Travelling. 100%. I miss it so much. Obviously, I also miss going out to eat with the boys. But yes. Yes, that's as well. Travelling about that. So, travelling, yeah? Gym as well. Though. Gym as well. Oh, yeah. Of course. But we've, yeah, we've had just... that. We've had that like in and yeah. out. We've yeah. had that. Yeah. Yeah. It's come, it's gone. It's kind of yeah. like, it's, it's, you know, it's teasing us a bit. It's like, yeah, I'm going to see you later on. But, you know, travelling is like, oh, man, I know what you mean. It's like getting on the plane. The whole, the whole journey for it. Um, I don't think we appreciated it enough. Where, what was the last place that you guys travelled to? I went to Croatia last. When was that? Uh, July. How was it? Amazing. Amazing. Bro, I, I don't want to talk about tell, it. Tell us sad. about Croatia. Because Croatia one of them countries that yeah. you don't really hear what's about. What's travel vlog, man? Yeah, what's my travel vlog? Uh, no, 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 has it come out? It's not out. What are you doing? It's not out, man. Listen, procrastinating. Procrastinating. No, it's, it's priorities over it. Fair. So... Um, Croatia, we were meant, me and my cousin, I was in London, we were meant to go on like a last kind of holiday before I came back to Leicester after the few months I stayed there. Um, and we were planning to go to a few countries. We were actually planning to go to Barcelona and we were just about to pay that night and um, they closed the borders. So we were like, we need to find, so this was at the time when they were like, there was like a list on the government website, yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 countries yeah, you can go to without, <laughs> yeah, and, and a list of 14 countries you can go to without having to quarantine or yeah, pay a yeah. fine or anything like that. So Croatia was there. Random, never thought of it in my life, never. For let's go, let's let's go Croatia. We booked it, booked the car, the, everything basically, all in one, and we went for it. And it was like because because me and my cousin both work digitally, like on our laptop. We were like, let's make it a holiday. We're like in the morning, early morning, we'd work about three four hours, just get our our work done for the day and enjoy the rest. And it was an amazing holiday. It was like a work life balance holiday. Um, good sun, normal vibes. It was just humble. It was just it was just good. It was like a good breather. Then loads of stuff. It was very, very spontaneous. We done like hired a boat one day, done it ourselves, then snorkeling in like a random island as well with the boat. Uh, we done, I went to the Game of Thrones museum. That was oh, another example geez. of things we done. Done zip planning, loads of things. That holiday was just jam packed. So is Croatia like a hot country? It's Europe? a hot country in yeah. Europe. Uh, we went to three places there, plus we had a car hire, so we could pretty much go anywhere. But normally in like a seven day holiday, you'd stay at one place, but we stayed at three different places in them seven days. So was, if you can imagine how compact it was, but it felt like we were there for ages. And um, I appreciate every moment. I can't wait to see your vlog, man. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I, got, I got a question for you guys. When you go on holiday, Airbnb or hotel? Airbnb. Hotel, if it's, um, hotel, if you're like, if you're feeling like that, that lazy feeling that I want to relax and have everything served to me. Um, Airbnb, if it's like with the lads, or you got like yeah, high buzz. Like that buzz is very high. Like, that's me. you know, like, in this holiday, I want to be act proactive. Yeah. Whereas, like, because I've been to both and they're both amazing in different ways. I'll say family. I'll say for with family, it's better to have like a hotel because like every like it's your time to actually. But then, what about that feeling of just like waking up early, making breakfast together as a family, putting your plates out, and just yeah. talking together like <laughs> what what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, what are you excited about? It's like for I me, don't... it's like if I'm at a hotel, right? It's if I'm honeymooning with my missus or like. One like a anniversary trip away or something like that, but if I'm with family, like if they're really young, I go to the hotel. When mm-hmm. they're older, a bit older, like seven, eight, let's get Airbnb, let's feel the vibe. Let's feel yeah, the buzz. I've done. I've been. I've been through. As I said, I've been through in Portugal. We had a villa, and we made breakfast, and we had to make food and like, or go out for food in the evening. So that was amazing because it was a villa. It was like your privacy, um, and then I've been to holidays like Dubai, where it's like it would be obviously much better to have a hotel. Because when mm. we were there, everything served, breakfast, lunch, dinner served for you. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's, like, it's a life where you're not in the place. Yeah. So you'd rather have everything done for you, have your bed sheets clean, have like your whole like 
bedroom cleaned more or less okay, I understand and you. do you know what I mean yeah. but then Airbnb is more like a place where like you know you can manage what's happening and it matches the environment as well have you had any weird like experiences at an Airbnb or like different in Brighton yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo what happened in Brighton <laughs> in Brighton well we played we played a prank um on the lads me and Ajwad we, we planned it mm-hmm. so I used my business phone to call his mobile phone and I put my phone on a loudspeaker and, and on the second, it was like four story, wasn't it? The, the place. Yeah. So on the second floor, under, there was a space in a carpet. I put, I hid my phone in there and I judged from his phone to my business phone. I was playing like creepy songs and stuff. So we pranked like Mo, Mo clocked on straight away. Abdul came up, he fell for it for a bit. And then he, then he, he saw that it was a joke. And then X came up and he just shot himself completely. <laughs> he got so shook. It's on Adrad's vlog. You can, you can, you can see it on his vlog. So that's what happened in Brian. That was an unusual Bro, experience. I could hear the sound, yeah. And I was like, there's a toy stuck in the wall. <laughs> so I'm there, yeah, ear up against the wall, yeah, moving around, like listening. And then, and then there's a one point where I'm like, wait, it's coming from the floor. It's like my head to the floor. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> That was oh, amazing. Genius. <laughs> genius. X didn't speak to us for about eleven minutes, but after that, he was uh, we made up. When I was in um, um uh, when I went um Turkey, I was in the air, I booked an Airbnb for my family in um uh, not Istanbul. Um, what's the other city in Turkey? Everyone goes Antalya. Antalya. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we booked an Airbnb there. Beautiful place. Beautiful. It had like a whole like terrace, um, balcony, like floor on the top, uh, where you can watch the sunset. And um, one of the ACs stopped working, so there was like obviously you have separate rooms. So one of the ACs stopped working, um, and so it used to get really, really hot. Like Turkey's so hot, especially in that time of year, August. So what we used to do is take that. We had a, a small balcony uh, outside the main room. Take the mattress, put it on the floor in the balcony, and sleep there. And that was like a main road. That like, tram used to go there and everything. How did you fall asleep? <laughs> Bro, it's hard to sleep in that heat because it's humid heat. Yeah. And that AC wasn't working. And um, right. it would just be long to get them to come out and repair it and stuff. Mm. So, yeah, we just did that. <laughs> every day? Right. Yeah, every day. Well, we were there for, I think, four nights. There was one AC in one room you're trying to Yeah, sleep. the other ones were. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, Adil, what about you? What's your experience been like um, traveling last year or the year before? That's the last two years I've travelled the most I have in my, probably my life. Mm. Like when I was younger, we only went, used to go on a couple of trips. Like we went to Turkey once, we went to Pakistan mm-hmm. and we went to Saudi. But like after that, I think in 2019, went to Morocco, then went to Malta. And I was like, I swear in 2020, I'm going to go on three holidays. <laughs> Started the year beautifully, yeah. Uh, you guys went to Morocco in, in January, February time. And I went to... Um, Israel slash Jerusalem and it was amazing so for my Muslims out there it was Palestine and when I went it was amazing like it was the most spiritual enhancing trip I've ever had and like I'm so certain that it was probably the best holiday I'm ever going to have in my life Mm. bro I'm telling you it was amazing like Mm. the vibes atmosphere phenomenal Um, what you see and what you like experience phenomenal like so for the main three religions, there's prophets, right? I went to go see all, seen all their like um, shrines or graves, etc., mm-hmm. and just like experience the whole like it's like you step back in history. Mm. And bro, I'm gonna tell you, the feeling you have in your heart when you're there, you ain't gonna feel anywhere else. Mm. I promise I've you. Heard. I'm gonna take you guys, bro. I've heard. I've heard. Uh, every time I've spoken to Muscom, they've always had like amazing stories. Bro, you gotta you gotta give us one like like one that just touched you. Touched your soul and like oh, changed you, man. Bro. Now you put me. He's put me on the spot. Come on, on loads. Come on, you said you feel yeah. it. It could be something as small as just leaving your hotel and walking to the to the mosque or seeing the kids play football. All right, so there's one area. You know, it's quite a, like a spiritual story, but um, it was a really great story. So me and a couple of the boys, we were going to go to this river that Ibrahim got healed by. Mm-hmm. So Job, the prophet for the Christians and the Jews and uh, Ayub for the Muslims. Uh, apparently when he was really, really ill, he had this um, condition that nothing could cure. So we believe that God, and so do the other two religions, believe that the river was created um, directly from uh, like a healing source that could just heal any conditions you have. So I've got um, family members that I thought this could help. So I went with two, no, three of the lads, and we went to this river, um, it's underground. 
Mm. So you go in from an entry point that's above ground and you climb down into this little oh. river area, right? And um, both the water was so pain. <laughs> and we were just like underground in this river that I believe like it's it's a complete running water so you can drink it fresh, right? And this water, if it's healed properly, it could heal heal us, yeah. us as people. So um, we just took like 30 bottles and like, we were carrying them. I felt like I was at the gym, bro. Like these were heavy. Mm-hmm. Like we had uh, three, four different bags each full with like bare water bottles. And we we're just collecting the water to take back for family members. And that was probably like a really, really nice experience. Cause like being underground mm-hmm. and with the heat or the humidity, with the fresh water, mm-hmm. like if you experience it, you'll be like- Was that on your vlog? That wasn't even on your vlog, was it? I basically, when I filmed it, it was too dark for me mm. to put in the video. And even when you edit it, it just looks really grainy. Mm-hmm. I don't have my best, like the, the good camera then. Um, <laughs> I had an all right camera and it just couldn't capture it. That's good, that's amazing. I kind of lived through that when you're explaining it. Like, you know, I don't think it's all the details. Like, yeah, it starts yeah. from the top, then you got to climb that. I'm probably imagining it. Yeah, like, it's a dark place, it's like a river. But it's, it's crazy because that's the first time I've heard the story it's as well. Not a, it's not a story that you'd expect to be like, fun vibes like do you know you guys did the prank like it's, it's nothing like that no, but it's still good isn't it? <laughs> it's, it was just a spiritual yeah, but also yeah. like really nice experience mm-hmm. that I've gone through and for me I put that up there as one of the best ones mm. so uh, one thing that a lot of people talk about uh, on social media is the foggy mornings that you have when you leave your house to go to the airport um, oh, it's probably cold and foggy and and I don't like it man do you remember when we were at Morocco yeah and that night yeah Oh my god! But it's fine. We, we couldn't see anything. <laughs> really? Literally, I think the visibility was ten meters or less. Was it as bad as when we were coming back? It was pretty much the same. It was really? pretty much the same. So basically, Ooh. and do you know what the annoying thing was? Yeah. So we went driving. We hired a, a, a driver, a taxi, and a driver because it was six of us, I think, or five of us that were going. And then, who was going? Um, so it was me, Sully, Medi, Janine, and Zach. Oh nice. And um, so yeah, we set off at two a.m. Something like yeah. that. And um, the the fog hit. We're driving down the M1, and the fog came in thick. Like I say, visibility is like ten meters. And there's this one car, yeah, that's behind us. I think we were in a single carriage at this point. It was, yeah. Um, one lane on our side of the road, and this car behind us pulled up so close, and he kept flashing his lights. Yeah. So he's dazzling our driver, and he's obviously like making us think like, what the hell's going on? So you get a crawler lane, so a crawler lane, crawler lane came in, and this guy thought he was a big man, so he overtook us, goes in front of us, and then he stops like literally two meters in front of us because he can't see anything. I was thinking, what was the point? Like you could see it's foggy, and then we were stuck behind this guy for so long, and he was going slower than we were going. But yeah, that was that was proper foggy. I, re- I will never forget that night. Uh, if it was. Morning. <laughs> I was I was I was in the back. He's not watching power. Someone was watching power. Zach was watching power. He's like he was like trying to join it. I was like no, I'm not on that episode. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. We were enjoying our time. No, I love I love the whole the whole vibe of 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 like the morning. Even Walter Walter was early. Walter was early. That was three in the morning as well. That was really early. I remember I slept for two three hours. Then we woke up and. Ebs took us to the airport and that was yeah, like yeah, either yeah. but then again we paid fudge in the airport as well if you remember. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, yeah. But that's what I love about travel, the whole the whole vibe. Bro, you guys were so serious in the airport, bro. This guy was sleeping, you were doing work. I was in work, bro. yeah, but I do that. I make time. I was there I was I working as well. And I was just there like, yo, bro, you what is my on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he started making a vlog, do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> do you know do you know what yeah? I just remembered this. For the last two years, every single time I went on a trip abroad, I always took a book with me and I never read any of Like, I'd read, like, like a page on the coach or on the taxi or on the plane. And after that, that I'd put like a 30-year-old mom, bro, like, with a book in, in, in the airport. I mean, I mean you read the Ikigai book in the airport. Bro, but I don't read it. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, like, I always tell myself, when I'm not doing anything, I'll read it, I'll read it. And I, do, and I make sure I don't download any, like, like um, movies or videos on my phone. So I force myself to, what, to read. I'll read like two, three pages and I'll be like, this is it, put it away, go sleep. <laughs> yeah, but even like, even like the airport vibe itself, I've seen like posts about it on Instagram. People saying like, the, just the being there is like a whole vibe, man. Like, <laughs> the you don't realize. the airport is. I know, like, it's because like you go there and you, like, you see it. all these little shops and stuff and like, I'm going to get myself a nice hot chocolate from yeah. the place. And like Joe, the price is ridiculous, but you don't mind spending don't money. Mind. You're like, it's a person, bro. I hate it. You're, You're a different person. Yeah. I despise it. I actually despise it, man. 
The whole airport thing. Oh, oh, like and it, then right? and then there was a video as well as the guy. He's got a treadmill. He's got a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, yeah, yeah, he's got a backdrop sound of the uh, of the usher, the woman speaking in the background. Um, the bag the bag is ready to collect from collection C, um, for departure. And then he he's on the he's he's on the, he's on a treadmill, and so obviously someone in the in in the frame or yeah, outside yeah, the frame in the behind the scenes. They're just putting like little luggage on on, on the treadmill, and oh, he's just letting it slide past him. And he grabs <laughs> his one and starts walking up, and and he, I think the caption's like, "I missed this, I missed this, so I had to do it myself." Yeah, man. And it's it's true, man. Like I feel like you you don't think about these little things until like it's gone. Do you what, know what I mean? Do you know what? Yeah. What was like the scariest moment you've had traveling? Like, was there a moment that was bare scary? Oh, bruv. When you're going into Israel, right, <laughs> and you want to go into Palestine. Bro, it is scary. Like, I mean, it's, like, it's definitely scary. Like, at any moment, you can be sent backyard. All right, so when you're going into the airport, like, you just, you just, it feels hostile. Like, mm. It feels really hostile. And then once you get through all the checks and everything, you think, you know, I'm through the gate now, yeah, I can enter. And this is just when you arrive into Israel, right? But now, bro, you go to the desk, and I ain't gonna lie, bro, my hand was shaking. So me and my pops walk up to the desk, yeah, and it's a random woman, like, bro, she looked calm, yeah? But the moment she's talking to you, you're like, yo, shit, I don't think I'm getting through. So they ask you, like, who's your dad, who's your granddad, and all these random questions. And like, bro, you're shocked. You're just like, uh, at that moment, you're like, you forget your dad's name, bro. You're like, um, was his name Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> your dad stood right next to you, like, what's his name? But like, because um, I'm a young Asian lad, yeah, from the UK, like, they wanted me to wait. But you're in a waiting room, and there's this one dude who's just there, like, bare angry, agitated, like, why are you not letting me through? I'm from blood, I'm from this country, like, what's wrong? Like, why can't I go through? And the, woman, the, the guy just keeps coming back, doing, like, random checks, taking his passport, going away, coming back. And you're like, yo, this guy an assassin. Like, why are they not letting me in the country? Um, and then I'm just there, like, so I'm just playing, uh, what's it called again? The yeah. one where you have to jump on the trains and, like... Oh, Subway uh, Surfer. Subway Surfer. I'm playing Subway Surfer, yeah, listening to some machines. My legs up on the on my um, luggage, and there's like a girl, no no older than seventeen, just sat there watching me, and I'm just thinking, what's this you gonna do? Like, why are you not letting me through? But I waited three and a half to four hours just to enter the country. It's my name. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I didn't put it in my video because I don't really want to put people off from going. But I was just like, having this is my scariest experience. Mm. But like, alhamdulillah, it was calm. I got through nicely, and once you in, it's amazing. It's worth the wait. Mm. But before that time, you're like, bro, I just paid Nina grand and a half to go to this country. I don't even know if I'm going to enter. Like, I could be sent back yard, but my mum and my dad and my mum could go through. I was shook, but for my parents, like, I didn't act like it. Like, I was like, yo, you ain't going to break me. I'm going to wait till I die. I'm going to enter through those gates. So I was just chilling and calm, waiting. Yeah. But, but I was shook. And they do background checks on me and everything, man. Yeah, I deleted my socials. No way. Just before oh, yeah, I remember you didn't take your phone with you. Nah, man. I took a spare phone with me, That's but insane. I... Because I do, I do the charity work, right? Yeah. And if you're part of any charity work or any, ch- any charity company and they do checks on you and they find you're part of that company, they will not let you in. So I started to release one of them. Uh, human, uh, what's the other one? Humanity Penny one. Appeal. Uh, what's what's the, the, the purple what's one? The what's the ones are part of? Human yeah. Human, human Appeal. Human Appeal. Like, none of them. If, if they find out you're part of any of them, you can't come into the country. That is crazy. But our show, so obviously they having bare like I deleted my Samkuli picture from my like, <laughs> archive there, just so they can't go in and see that I'm wearing a Samkuli top. But it's so they go through so, your actual social media, everything. Bro. They go through everything to make sure that you're not going to come into a country and give aid or like anything like that. Bro, that's give sad. what aid, oh, aid or any support. But that was mad. That just, that just shows you how. Bad I ain't gonna lie though, from my experience. Like, uh, as terrified as I was, I got in calm. I went to in there because you're from the UK and England. Nothing to you. So they ask for your ad? Do they ask for No, bro. They can find you. They can find out what time you picked up your phone at night, bro. These guys have got crazy technology, man. What about you? What was your scariest? That, that's, that spooked me out, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but what's the other thing? Inshallah. Yeah, Inshallah. Sure. Sure. I don't even buy the name on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just a quick one before I go into my scary experience. Like, for me, check in's always awkward because of my. Mixed yes. ethnicity. <laughs> nah, nah, I've never been stopped for my beard or my skin colour, which is, you know, alhamdulillah, I ain't complaining. But my ethnicity, like, it, it just throws people off, especially when I'm trying to go into France or Kenya. 
or even coming back to the UK actually. So because on my pass, my passport is a French passport because of my mom's side. And in the passport, Wait, you don't have a British passport. No, I don't have a British passport. No way. No, bro. What an immigrant. <laughs> what an immigrant. <laughs> I am an immigrant, bro. Yo, why is he part of this? <laughs> Anyways. We want our people. <laughs> bro, I'm still on the fence with Brexit. I might leave, you know. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> what, go to flipping Paris and invent a building? Bro, like I can, man, no, bro. with a French passport, there's more than one country I can go to. Which which you, to? you can go like North Africa. I can go uh, Comor Islands, Reunion, Mauritius. Bro, I'm chilling, bro. Anyways. He likes the benefits. <laughs> 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 I'm still waiting out my right for the child benefits. <laughs> So yeah, so my passport is French. So imagine I'm trying to go into Kenya, yeah. Uh they pick you, you hand your passport, okay, French passport, cool. Um then they open it and it says, Oh, born in Mombasa, Kenya. Then they're thinking, okay, and then they read it and say, resident of UK, Leicester. Then these men are thinking, bro, what is going on here? And then, then they ask me, can you like speak Swahili? Um, and I'm like, I don't know Swahili, bro. Come on, like I only lived here for like two years. I only come here like every other year for holiday to meet my family and stuff. Then like, okay, you learn this Swahili. I only know jumbo and a few other words. Jumbo. What does that mean? Uh, hello. <laughs> and um, jumbo. And, um, then they then they ask me like other questions like, okay, what's your purpose of the visit? Like, where were you born? And I know the answers to these questions, so they're like, okay. Then they say, speak French because you're the French passport. And so my French is like, okay, so I speak French, but I'm like. You're Kenyan, you don't know French. Why are you asking me to speak French? Can't kind of validate it anyway. Imagine I'm a pretty girl in a cafe. Speak some French to you, bro. No, we're not oh, doing that right now. That's kind of sus. I'm not, I'm, not correct, <laughs> I'm not correctly motivated to do that with you. Oh, man. And um, then, obviously, they, they're like, they're confused, which is understandable. But I'm just trying to get into my home country. Like, allow it. like if I was going to make a fake passport, why would I pick three different countries and combine them? Like, I would make it less ambiguous. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's an issue I have quite often. Um, oh, a question for you though, bro. You look, and um, this is no disrespect, you look Indian. I don't so look where Indian. Where does that come in? No, 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 I don't look Indian. Come on. I, I, I think I get I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're going to put this in the video right now, yeah? Put down in the comments <laughs> what this user looks like, bro. Like, I could see, I could see like some no, African think, qualities, bro. Like, you got some. I think I get. You got I, some good features with you, yeah? I'll say Indo African. I would say he looks yeah, I mean, I am. straight Indian. I mean, like, if he someone looks straight Indian, he's been for someone, for someone that does not know what hey, yo, white man. Africans look like, <laughs> why are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to switch the tables anyway. I can. It's like me. It didn't come for me. Give you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, listen. I, if I get confused for anything, it's either North African or Arab. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. North African. I can see it. Yeah, really? if, if I had his friend, I can see why people call him Moroccan or Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. Look really? at his curly hair. No, I don't. Yeah, thick hair. Because yeah, I have curly hair as well. I know. But I, 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 I can't remember the last. He's time. got rounded nose as well. You got a rounded say, nose. He's got some. He's got some African qualities, but yeah. like I do. In I terms do. of, like, I just, where does the Indian come in then? The Indian is like like my great 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 grandparents were from India. Have you ever looked into your family tree? Uh, I've, I've queried it or looked into it with like my parents and my grandparents. I've spoken yeah. to them about it in great length, great detail. Mm-hmm. But like me, my parents and their parents and their parents, none of them are from India. None of them were born in India. No way. So that's why if someone asked me like, what's your ethnicity? I would say I'm Kenyan with Indian roots. Yeah. I would, I would never tell someone like I'm Indian. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. But um, again, then that French, that, that throw in that French, and people just yeah get people get confused. But uh, anyways, going back to the main story, <laughs> that's so hard. I never knew this. Yeah. So going back to the main story, um, I remember the first time I went to um, Morocco. I've had some scary experiences in the past, but in Morocco, I remember this very clearly. So I went to Morocco. This is the first time traveling alone in um, two thousand nineteen January, and um, first time flying on my own. First time checking in a hotel on my own. So it's a very weird experience. And I remember the first day. I met a brother from uh, Glasgow, from UK, and um, we were like, yo, let's, like, he was in my hotel, so I was like, yo, let's, um, let's, let's go out. It was his first day as well, so we're like, yo, let's, let's go out to the like, markets, to the city centre, to see what's, what, what's up. We were told that there's nightlife and stuff, like, it's really busy until late in the night, um, but it was a weekday, and the person who was speaking to us was talking about the following day, because they assumed we were going to go out the next day. Mm-hmm. So we went out, maybe, like, 10, like, 11-ish, 11.30. So the market was basically dying down at this point, but there was people about. So we go into the market, have a walk around, have some fresh juice, 
and then we get to a point where like oh crap like we don't know where we are because we we're just walking in it like and i tried to check on my phone but i don't know why either i entered details incorrectly or like i would i just couldn't read a map i don't know what happened to me and um, we got to we were, uh, we were just like okay bro we're lost so we're just gonna try to find our way back so we're trying to look for things that we recognize on the way here and um, we got to this um like uh, archway and we came to an archway originally but this was a completely different one mm-hmm. and it's it was like really dark at this point the lights were pretty much off so we're like yo let's go we came to an archway it's probably here so we walk through and through this archway there's people just racing like in their cars in their motorbikes just oh, like sick but Brand it was fast and furious but it was so like surreal to see because like it was like before this archway is dead yeah. no one and you walk through and you just see all these cars and motorbikes like racing and stuff mm. and i got we were like kind of shook like kind of scared because at this point it was like 1 a.m and these people they're not like like your like oh music blaring and like oh you can approach them by lights it was like a very like dark place so like, did, it feel, did it feel like you're walking into like like death like on not not death it's <laughs> a dark place but like it was like it was like underground underground kind of stuff yeah like you can tell these guys are not the like people doing needles people so i didn't see that uh, but it like i wouldn't put it past it oh man so i was like crap bro we need to go so we we turned back and um, eventually we find our way back to the hotel. I don't know how, I can't remember how we found it, but we found it back. But I was looking back and I was thinking, yo, those guys there, well, they were dangerous. Mm-hmm. And basically like like Morocco, um, the people that are there during the night, they, they, for them, their life is literally like drugs, um, gambling and prostitution. That's, how they, oh, that's wow. how they spend their life. Most people are exposed to it. But luckily, like I, um, over the days I made friends in Morocco and they told me about it and they were like, it was good you got out of there because like, they would have probably mobbed you. So, yeah man, out of all the countries I've actually been to, like even Mauritius and stuff like that, it's always been the swift journey. Um, but one one actual funny thing that happened to me once when I went to Saudi, I went for Umrah in 2017 with a few lads, a few friends of mine. Um, so if you can imagine my passport picture was Sully with no beard and like decent sized hair, yeah? This was back in college, that picture was taken. And I've gone to Saudi now with a beard, um, obviously gone bald, big scruffy beard, moustache, everything. Gone there and I come back to the UK and they're looking at the passport and the, my face is the opposite of what the passport should be. <laughs> upside down. Yeah, yeah. upside down. Upside down. Beard's moved there, the head's come here. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was a woman at the, the, the uh, immigration officer. You, you'll always get this when you go to Saudi. When you come back to the UK, they'll always be a bit iffy because you've gone to the Middle East area. Um, so she looked at me, she looked down, she looked at me, she looked down, she looked at me and she goes, where did you just go? I said, I went to Saudi. She goes, are you sure you didn't go anywhere else? I goes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I didn't go anywhere else. I went to Saudi with a few friends. Um, which date? And I told her the dates, etc. She's like, I'm going to need to call someone to like, reassess this because I can't pass you yeah. I was like okay. I, I'm given a dirty look because I was, I was kind of peed off it felt like it felt slightly racial do you know what I mean like I know what they're hinting they basically think I've gone to Syria to do whatever this yeah. that and the other that's what they and I don't blame them because people have messed up in the UK in the past they've gone and done stupid stuff and it's having an effect on, on all of us brothers yeah? yeah so she's done that she called the guy over he just looked at me he goes yeah it's him he goes what do you, why don't you look at, he said to her why don't you look at the eyebrows the yeah. eyebrows are exactly the same it's, it's just look at this area of the picture and him and it's him like done yeah. I kind of went through but that experience <laughs> was like I've I've never never ever faced racism in my life or faced like bigotry or anything anyone ever seen something to my face but that was like it was just a thing where you can tell she was someone that was kind of personally like that not just through her job but she mm. was kind of like if you're about the stuff, but again, they're 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 trained to be like that. Yeah. So I was kind of open to it, but it was just one of them situations that you can't blame her. You have to blame the people that have messed up before. Mm. But that situation was like really odd, man. You handled it well, man. It was really hard. Easily, it was funny. I, was, I kind of smiled about it when she asked, "Did you not go in your ass?" I was like, I was like "No, you're taking a mick. How are you? How are you asking me that with your chest? You're asking me to do that. I just, say it. Say it. Say it. Serious. Say it, man. Don't 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 hide. If you want to ask me, I went to Turkey. Where you went to Turkey? Did I go to Jerusalem? Ask me. Don't don't hint it to me. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, no, I didn't go anywhere else. But that was it, and that was probably. I wouldn't say. Alhamdulillah, I'm not been through any scary experiences, so I, I can't really say. I've been through, but that was probably the most oddest and weirdest. Like you just don't know what's coming next. Kind nah. of. Go solo traveling. 
Solo traveling. I want to. I want to. I want to go on a a pure solo traveling trip. That's one of my goals. Definitely. I don't know where. I had one for the UK to go in the UK in the week on my own to like like a waterfall or something. Just drive there, come back, do work halfway through, maybe at a service station. Um, but lockdown came in, so I didn't have the opportunity to to do that. So what's next then? What's on the what's on the next plans? Obviously, as as ways of positivity and a few of the lads we were meant to go to Tokyo last year. Still happening. Still, still happening. gonna happen. Inshallah, I, I can't put it past this. Ebby speaks to me about it. All the other lads always ask. We gotta go Mount Fuji as well, bro. Yes, we do. Inshallah. So what what is your travel after seeing you've been active on TikTok and seen loads of traveling videos? What's like your like? I want to go here now. Destination. So last year we were meant to go a road trip around Europe, we were meant to go Tokyo, and I was meant to go Canada with the family. Mm-hmm. None of them happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping in 2021, or possibly 2022, get them out of the way and, and go down. Like I told my mum, I have to go Canada, I'm going to Canada, because it's a dream of mine to move there, mm-hmm. right? All of us. Mm-hmm. So inshallah Canada, uh, but with the boys, I want to go Switzerland. Uh, well, right. through France, through Belgium, like road trip all the way through all these different like mountains. I remember, areas. I remember, Adrian planned the budget and everything. He and we said to him, we can't do all the countries, but we can do a few of them in two space of two weeks with like a camper van or two camper vans. An like, RV, bro. RV as well, yeah. So pretty much because RV can't fit we're everyone. We're gonna go skiing, but climb up Mont Blanc. Yeah, so like all of the yeah, all, all of those things. Them, it's like. That was such a plan and it's such a fact. Adjo was the one that came up with it. Yeah. So when he came up with it on that day in Amani's house, I was like to him, look, I want this to be a thing. I don't want you to just tell me that you can do it, this budget, this amount. Like, let's do it. So we got everyone down yeah. and we were like, let's plan it. And then after Morocco, we went to plan it and then bam, just hit rock bottom with the COVID thing. But things happen. Yeah, It's all about taking it from there. But I think Japan or Tokyo um, in itself is definitely on the list. Like no matter what, mm, we, need go, Shana, like, we need to go. We need to go. Um, as soon as it's, as soon as we can, I, I guess let's start planning it. Our Instagram is going to be looking like the travelers, isn't it? <laughs> That's funny, bro. I'm, I'm going to take bare pictures of all of you guys, bro. I'm telling you, man. Do you know somewhere I want to go though in Tokyo? There's this like museum, and it's just like a reflective uh, light museum sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but it looks so crazy, yeah. man. Like obviously, when people talk about let's go here, let's go there, it's not always a thing. But for this, it's like. I'm being genuine, like, I want, um, I'm going to go, yeah. like, we're going to go, like, it's not, inshallah, like, it's not going to be something that we're going to talk about and not do, it's going to be something yeah. we're going to, yeah. it's been in the plans for since last year, and we've been talking about it since 2019, do you know how long it's been since we've been, we've been speaking about it before we've been met multiple together, it's, pending. it's so, it's literally on the pending list, and as soon yeah. as it goes green, that's when we should dive in, inshallah, yeah. and, and just do it. For me, it's like, obviously, I just want to travel everywhere in general, like, I love traveling, but for me, like the the places that I really want to go are places that um, I, I I look for things that a few people experience. So, for example, Uzbekistan. Um, what about Uzbekistan? Uzbekistan. <laughs> no, I don't mean like countries. I mean experiences or things like phenomenon, like natural phenomenon. So, for example, the aurora borealis or um, what you call it in English, the green lights, northern lights, um, like that. Very few people get to experience that. Like that's one of my top things. But there's this one place that I seen on TikTok, not not TikTok, Twitter, about two and a half years ago. It's called Al Abha. I just had to search it up because I forgot the name. But it's in Saudi Arabia, and basically it's this mountain top. And when you get to the top, it's above the clouds. So you literally see the clouds floating by, and if you catch a good sunset. Or sunrise, it just looks phenomenal. Is it a video of a guy with, with having tea? They're all having that's tea. That's it. That's the video that goes around. Do you know where that. I saw it on LinkedIn? <laughs> I saw that on LinkedIn. Bro. The guy that actually recorded it posted it. Yeah. Um, and it was oh, that, that, that video one. blew up. And see, for me, that's Amazing. like since ever the since the moment actually, I remember I bookmarked it on Twitter and I googled it and I was looking at the flight options and everything. I was like, this. As soon as I get the opportunity, um, I am going here. Where about the sun is it? So it's like in the middle. I think it's not too far from uh, Riyadh. Mm. I think. I can't remember. Yeah, let's go, man. Bro, just imagine the vibes, yeah? Like, I, I really like uh, hot drinks. I really like, I really like my teas. So I can just imagine myself sitting there on top of the clouds, just watching the sunrise or the sunset and just having tea. Mm. And I really don't care if I'm on my own or with my friends or with significant other. I really don't care. Just like being there in that moment, I think... I just imagine it to be that the most peaceful thing ever, man. It might be like that Olaf moment uh, when he was watching the sunset as well, and it? it might be very iconic to that. 
What, but like, what, why is Olaf in the sun, bro? Because of that no, he, he, there's a part. I've not watched it. I've not watched Frozen, okay? okay. <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. He's watching yeah, the sunset. It's, 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 it's proper wholesome. It's like a wholesome. Yeah, 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 exactly. 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 It's like when you see it, it's not something, a video, or you can't even explain how good it is. It's one of those things that you have to experience. Feel it in your heart, man. You've got to do it, yeah. yeah. You've, got, you've got to be there to know how it, it is. It makes you realize, like, the beauty of the world and how, how insignificant you are as a human. Like, these things, like, even like the salt plains in is it Bolivia. Um, there's a rainbow mountain in Peru. Yes, there's yes. Yeah. Bolivia is amazing. That's like a mirror floor, isn't it? Bro, it's yeah. so beautiful. Like I seen a video of a guy cycling, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. Or even those that that the, the white sands in Yemen. Did you guys see that picture? Mm. That is so beautiful. Mm. Like these are the, the world is amazing, man. Like, we need to go. The world's it. amazing. The world is huge. It's at our fingertips, but life is short. So my advice: go for it. Travel, explore the world. Yeah. If you want to be more open-minded, you go out there, you learn cultures. We're all the son of Adam, so we were just born in different sides of the world, but we're all sh- we all share the same culture, the same values. Sure, we're able to go travel, experience everything. But I want to talk about that moment you're talking about. Um, so, do you know that moment you feel where you, you just see something that just hits you differently, right? So, you're not going to get that in the confines of what you normally know. So, someone can feel it just travelling down like three hours away from where they are. Like, do you know when we um, did that trek for Scaffold Park mm-hmm. and we saw like everything was white, there's a hint of that pink. Mm-hmm. And you just felt that moment, you're like, wow. That like, felt like a nothing, nothing, yeah. can, you, nothing, like even describing it and people imagining it, they can't until they do it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, something. But that's, that feeling is something I believe everyone should chase, man. Definitely. Like, yeah. Just go out, just like, try experience that. Whoa, like this is a different feeling altogether. Because you know what? You could all experience it differently. Like, we could all go to the same place, yeah. right? And we could all feel different. Like, I could be like, yo, this is shit, man. Mm. But you could be like, yo, this is mind breaking for me. But I feel it, we should chase it so badly, man. I, I, I don't know if you guys get it a lot, but when we went to Malta, I, th- I have a lot of nostalgia, especially when I see like the pictures. Like when we went in uh, that place, Medina, we were there. Beautiful. And the other place during the daytime, and we, went, we walked up, and there was that animal. Uh, welfare like protest that was the happening. climate thing yes the climate yeah, thing yeah, yeah. so we were at the top and we were just watching like the view and this was city was view but that, even that like, I can still imagine it in my head I'd rather imagine it than look at it on a picture because I've pictured myself then yeah. there was cannons and stuff do you remember that that little area that little, that little park area and then yeah. we were at the top we were seen up Spider-Man yes so, see, so see, those little things man I appreciate see, it a lot for me yeah like the one thing that I would say to someone about traveling, like when you're when you're looking to travel and you've got that freedom of choice, the luxury of choice to, do, to choose where you can go and what you're gonna do, always always pick the one that you see yourself doing the least. Do you get what I'm saying? So yes. like, if someone tells you tells you tells me, oh let's go to Saudi, um, putting aside Mecca and Medina, they might be saying, oh let's go to this city. Look, there's the tallest buildings here. They got this and that. I'll be like, nah, let's go to this mountaintop. Like, it's so weird for us to do that. But, it, do you know what? It gives you the best, the most vivid memories ever. Mm-hmm. And the stories that you're able to tell, it makes you a more interesting person. Mm-hmm. And it makes, when you're more interesting, it makes you more valuable. Like, people want to hear It makes you a different person. You've got to be open Exactly. Well, it, right? it helps you evolve and grow as a person. And... Sky's no longer the limit when you do things like that. Just um, going off that point, um, when I went to Turkey with my family, I took my mom and my sister. Um, obviously, like I love doing like things that are like you know action packed, you know thrilling, thrilling. So I said oh, I'm gonna go um, uh, water rafting and quad biking. And at first, my mom was like, "That's not for me." She said, "Okay, she go on quad biking on the dune buggies and stuff." And my sister was down for it, so we went. And um, I didn't tell them we're going white water rafting. I just said we're going on a boat. So we got to the place. And uh, then my mom sees like this place, it's called Tornado Rafting. She's like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. And, I, and because I preach so much about people coming out of the comfort zone, I was like, I have to preach within my family first. Mm-hmm. So I forced them to come out of the comfort zone. And I tell you, yeah, like my mom at first, she was scared because I fell in the water, like three, two minutes in, I fell in the water. So she was kind of shook and the water was kind of rough. And um, Bro, after it, yeah, after water rafting and after bugging, she goes, it's one of the best experiences of her life, best holiday ever. And that just goes to prove, like, you know, when you do these things that you, linking back to our previous podcast about fear, like, when you do things that are initially scary, you'll realise that there's so much beauty, so much excitement, so much, like, it's so thrilling and so fulfilling. You're missing out. You're missing out on what could be out there. 
yeah. what you what, and, what you could love. And for me, like for mom, for my mom and my sister, obviously to do that, like uh, afterwards, after the fact, it was like, yo, that was such an amazing feeling. And for me, like seeing them do it, like seeing the smile and happiness and the memories that are created, and especially with the vlog that they can watch like throughout their entire lives, that that for me is like the best thing ever, man. Like so fulfilling to know that we created those memories. Alhamdulillah. Like life and you imagine you're 60 years old, right? And you go to look at your passport because you're thinking, you know what, I'm gonna go take a little trip. Finally, I've worked so hard and take a little trip. And you look inside the, the pages and you only see like one or two stamps on there. Like it looks like a really sad book. And at that moment in your life, you realized that I have not made the most out of experiences that I could fulfill. Because, you know, your passport, it says a lot about how you live your life. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a serious person or whether like you, you just believe in working or you believe in growth and experiences, etc. Like the people you meet in life and have the most entertaining tales to tell you or even have the most wisdom to provide to you. You look into the passport, you can learn where they found out all these different things, right? And like for me, going to Palestine made me feel more spiritual. Going to Malta made me realise the joys that my friends bring to my life and how close I've become to them. Mm-hmm. Make your passport your journey of life. Like, go and experience every different thing that you can fulfil or find or you can learn about. And get those stamps on those pages because that tells you a story. That's amazing, man. Make your passport your journey. <laughs> what an analogy, man! I love it. I love, love it. That. That's inspired I, me. I, That's like proper made me bro. feel like y'all need to. I need more stamps, boy. Collect those stamps. So my final piece of advice when it comes to traveling is, if you're if you have disposable income, extra income, always invest it into traveling. Um, forget about the luxury um, things that you can buy. You know, cars, clothes. If you got spare money, use it to travel. And we know that some people struggle with finances and money. Uh, if you can't travel, you know, to these places and ex- ex- experience all these luxuries that are, uh, you know, um, overseas, you can travel within your country as well. I would go as far to say that one who doesn't invest in traveling is foolish. I would actually, that's, that's something you, 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 you don't know how to escape your comfort zone. You don't have to go out. You're too scared to be open to what's out there. 100%. Like. As you said, budget. If you've got a five hundred pound budget, it's still cap- you're capable Bro, of doing so many things. You can go on holiday for a hundred pound budget, hundred fifty pound budget. You can. Obviously, it might be tight, but you have to live according to your means. Yeah. But it's still doable, and you can still save for over a year, hundred pound a week, hundred pound a month, put it onto the side, and at the end of the year, you've got something to travel with. But it's priorities. But you know, take our advice, go and travel. Thank you for listening and watching the waves of positivities. Hashtag Making Waves podcast. In this general discussion this time, switched it up kind of, wanted to speak more about traveling, about each other's experiences. Things I've never heard about these, you know, I've never heard about these experiences from you guys. So it's, it's nice to know and nice to learn. So yeah, catch us on Instagram at Waves of Positivity Official, on Facebook at Waves of Positivity and YouTube as well. And stay up to date with our future events, workshops and more. Peace.